His name is Daryl Ryder. He joins us here, brought to you by Shabin Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Hello, Daryl. Get glasses. They're easier to clean. <sighs> they are, I'm telling you. I'm an ugly person. There's no chance. I, hey, you know what? No they might glasses, glasses. Hey, listen, glasses might help. No. Glasses, oh, oh, mm. I had glasses as a child. It, they they might make you look smarter. I don't I don't need no. Uh, no, you could I, who am I trying to look smarter for? What, what, I'm not teaching uh, at, a, at a university here. I'm doing, I, I'm just, I'm doing sports just radio. Me, I'm just uh, all the more reason you should need to look smarter. No, there's cameras in the studio now. Haven't you gotten the memo? Uh, I have. Uh, okay. I've, I've been begging for them to appear on overtime with Jonathan Peterlin. We are working <laughs> on that. I'm the one person that's like cameras. Yes, let's do this. Absolutely. People, well, people don't know what I look like, Daryl. It is 2023 for goodness sakes. Everybody else is streaming their shows. Daryl, right? nobody knows what I look like. Nobody in the city has any idea what I look like. I'd I, like. I, I'd like if people knew what I look like. You, you're the mystery man. I know. I don't want I, to be I, again. More again. You need glasses so you look smarter. <laughs> now is the time. If I'm going to change, yes, it's absolutely. Be we get the, uh, Just yeah. my advice to you: get the anti glare uh, filter on them, and you're you're good to go. Not not gonna happen for me. Uh, you should. I, I'm, I'm I telling take you. a lot of your advice. I'm not gonna the, take this one. Uh, the missus might like you in glasses. I think that's why I'm uh, glasses adverse. Is just because I know she already likes me without them. I can't. I can't run that risk, Daryl. I can't. Me oh, getting glasses and then her being like, "Come on now." Ooh. Trust me, she ain't gonna leave you over you needing to wear glasses. It's true. That's true. She's very loyal. <laughs> I love that about her. Um, I was listening in as you guys were filming. It's always game day in Cleveland earlier today. Um, and <laughs> I had a lot of comments. I had a lot of comments. That I'm I sure to say. you did. <laughs> Here's what I got to tell you, though, because this is the part Baskin didn't know. So Baskin, he kept relating it to Chicago and how they just how they got rid of their airport, and he didn't understand your main point. And I want people to go listen to "It's Always Game Day in Cleveland" and check it out on YouTube. He often never understands my main. He didn't point. get your. He didn't get your point at all. You're like, no, it can't happen. And I was so close to texting him, but I didn't want to be that person that texts him things as he's doing a show, and then gets the info afterwards and then has to address it in a weird way. But I wanted you to know because you're... I mean, that I off, was you're, right, as always? Well, I, I, don't, I don't know if he understands how this works. Like, Richard Daly legitimately went in the middle of the night and bulldozed the entire airport with nobody's permission, and they took up fines. Millions of dollars worth of fines from the FFA, uh, FAA for doing it. Like, you can't... You can't just go in the middle of the night and bulldoze an airport with nobody's permission. Daly did it because he could, and it was a power flex. I'm sorry. I like Mayor Bibb. He doesn't have the same power there. Yeah. So you're right is the point. You're right. It doesn't work that way. And one of the more rogue things of, of uh, between both Daly's, the dad and the son, one of the more rogue moves a mayor's ever made is tearing up an airport in the middle of the night to then have nobody be able to use it under nobody's permission. That's the only reason why that got done, Daryl. That was never yeah. going to happen. It, it'll never happen ever again. No, it's it's it, there's a massive process that you have to undertake. And again, it takes two decades to do it. Just look. St. Louis did it. It took them 20 years to do it. Yes, that's yes, that exactly there, right. There yes. are there are federal laws yes. involved in this. It's not as simple. Well, just go ahead and close the airport and put a stadium there. <laughs> that's not how any of this works. Baskin just kept screaming back. Chicago did it. Chicago. It's like no. I know. I'm like this way. is not how any of this works. <laughs> now he did make the right point though. He's like, I guess we need more corrupt politicians. It's like, yeah, well, that's true. I <laughs> know. Uh, I think we got enough true. of those. Well, I mean, uh, at maybe, all levels of government, <laughs> not wrong about that. Not wrong about that. Some um, of them may or may not be running for office. 
So now you guys, I don't, I don't want to, you know, give away what you can sell here. I want people to go check it out, and it's always game day in Cleveland because I thought you guys did a, a really good job of explaining. Well, why not? It just feels like I'd be on Baskin and Phelps. Well, that's very fair too. <laughs> that's, I mean, <laughs> we kind of do half the podcast on the show, right? Yeah, you guys should. You should just take like half of the segments. No, you guys we do shouldn't. There and move them over there as like a bonus feature <laughs> or something. I don't know. Uh, less bobbleheads though when you do that, and that's not as fun. People like the bobbleheads in the background. At least I do. Uh, I, I'm a fan. That's why I have them back there. So, what did you what did you learn though? What did you learn within the the findings about of, some of the about some of the the blueprints of what they potentially could be doing? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. yeah. Are those how real are those? I guess is the question I need to ask. Well, no, I mean it, they're they're just uh, it, it's proposal. It's you know this is what the vision could look like. They're sixty percent done with what they feel the vision's going to be or whatnot, and. You know, it just looks like they got a bunch of cool stuff with the stadium sitting in the middle, interrupting it all. So, yeah, you know, and as if it's not hard enough to get to the lakefront, the only way you're going to be able to get to the lakefront for games now is you're going to have to walk, you know, because uh, they, they choke it off to begin with on game day. So that's right. That's right. I, I just it it uh, the whole thing makes no sense. Why, you know, it's the path of least resistance for the Browns to stay there. And and I just feel like you're setting a billion dollars on fire by putting more money into that stadium. Uh, it's it served its purpose. You got the team back. Uh, it, it, it's time to get this team a state of the art facility that can be world class, uh, be able to attract the biggest events, and uh, you know be the envy of the rest of the NFL. And I'm sorry, it don't matter how much more money you pour into that thing on the lake, it ain't ever gonna be that. I'm sorry. You it know, just it never will. You're just slapping lipstick on a big fat orange ugly pig. That's all you're doing. And uh, you know, I'm again, I'm a thousand percent in support of developing that lakefront. It's a crime that it hasn't been it should have started back in ninety four when they built the rock hall. And then they added the Science Center. There should have been a massive movement to get that done, you know, and it's never happened. And I'm still not confident it's ever going to happen. You know, this is the 500th lakefront plan that they, they've come up with. But um, the stadium's in the way. It's in mm -hmm. the way. And I'm sorry, but cutting the shoreway off and turning it into a boulevard is just another nightmare. You know, Dead Man's Curve is already a nightmare to begin with, and now you're forcing more freeway traffic over there because you want to turn what is now a freeway and an artery into a city street? It's just, it's, if anything, bury the freeway. Do what Boston did. Bury the shoreway. Make it a tunnel or something. Oh, that'd but, be cool. You know, um, I, I just, yeah. It'd be more I, aesthetically that, pleasing that way. That, that, and here's the thing. Football fans, they want to walk from the parking lot and their tailgates and their trailers and their RVs and all that, and they, and they, and they want to walk into the stadium and enjoy the game. It's not like going to baseball and basketball games. It's, it's just it's different. And, um, and the other thing, too, is with this lakefront development, they want to take two, of the, two and a half of the tailgate lots away. They want to take a massive chunk of the muni lot away. They want to take the North Shore uh, lot away and turn that into development. Again, I'm not against it. I'm just explaining, you yeah. know logistics here and the west third lot would go away those are three major tailgating lots you know and okay fine you're gonna do parking garages 
Fans don't want to tailgate in parking garages. <laughs> no, no, they don't. <laughs> right? It's not a fun time. So I, I just, yeah, uh, again, I, I love all of the, uh, the amenities that they're proposing to put down there. They just got to get the stadium out of there and move the Browns elsewhere. Yeah, and it goes beyond, I think, a lot of, a lot of NFL fans are like, oh, you build a new stadium, you get a Super Bowl. Honestly, I, I think the, the, the real selling point what people should be talking about is not only do you get a Super Bowl, you also get things like when Taylor Swift comes to town, which you didn't yeah. get, which is the, now yeah. we've done the studies on it, that's worth three Super Bowls. Yeah, like, I mean, you, you set yourself up, Final Four could come here. All sorts of things. You, you know, so uh, imagine, like, David Gilbert and the Greater Cleveland Sports Commission and Destination Cleveland, they do incredible work. Yeah. And imagine what they could bring to Cleveland with an indoor. I, I still think that uh, redoing progressive field was a mistake. They should have moved the Guardians somewhere else and built a smaller, more intimate ballpark. Would you have taken them away from downtown? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that that would have been the move. Or move them over to where Cleveland, uh, the the you know Cleveland State campus is and stuff like that. I mean they're not crazy about that uh, arena over there and and you know keeping that thing in business has been a struggle for years. But I would have found I would have built them a miniature version of PNC Park in Pittsburgh somewhere and then demolish a, Progressive Field, yeah. completely demolish Progressive Field and put the Browns Dome right there, tied it next to the arena, and you would have given Cleveland something that very few cities have. Mm. And that is an arena and a dome right next to each other, connected underground. Like, that would have been a tremendous facility. But the logistics and everything else, you know, pipe dream. And uh, now that the, the renovations at the ballpark are underway, this is never going to happen. But, see, I'm a visionary. That's we don't have idea. enough visionaries yeah. in this town. And that's part of the problem with why it's been so difficult to get progress here. You know, it's like an uphill battle to get anything done in this community uh, of, of substance. Just, again, look at the lakefront that stands barren still, and we're still, you know, drawing pictures of what could be uh, and spending millions of dollars to do it uh, instead of actually spending the millions of dollars on the construction, actually, you know, making something happen there. So, um, but yeah, I, 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 I just am a believer in the Cleveland Browns, got to get out of that stadium, whether they find somewhere downtown or in the suburbs or whatever. They're not going anywhere. They're not moving, okay? But allow that stadium land to be sold and developed uh, into something that everyone can really be happy with. Because right now, with what they want to do, it's like they got they just putting a bunch of stuff around a stadium that they're stuck with, and they're going to throw a bunch of money into that stadium to try and make it look pretty. Darrell, yesterday we talked about Deshaun Watson's injury, and we had talked about the timeline, four to six weeks, and we didn't know when yeah. that started and when exactly we were – is it two days ago? Is it four weeks ago? Uh, did you learn anything from Stefanski today about uh, that? No, we still don't know. Yeah. I, and I specifically asked him if the clock has been reset on that four to six weeks, and he gave me a fantastic answer. It was a great answer. It just wasn't an answer to the question that I asked. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so so we don't know. But – He's not starting. Uh, I applaud the Browns. They uh, they took my advice. Uh, they're not messing around. P.J. Walker's going to start Sunday. This is now a week-to-week -week thing instead of day-to-day. -day. Uh, the concern I have is the inflammation in the shoulder, that there's more swelling. And the reason I say that, you know, because they're adamant, there's no more damage, everything's fine. But 
Remember what happened last time and what Deshaun had told us about the process last time. When the swelling went down, they were able to get the real MRI, and that's when they found the problem. Well, I'm guessing even with this new MRI, if there's swelling, they didn't see the real problem. I'm just using some deductive reasoning here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm guessing once the swelling goes down, they probably should go back and take another MRI and make sure that everything, in fact, is you know, status quo uh, w- with that arm. But I am concerned about that swelling because, again, that was an obstruction to the original diagnosis. Do you have a feeling they'll get somebody by next week, somebody new, or is this all just a we're, they're, just, they're really going and trying to find out as much as they can with Deshaun before they trade anything? Yeah, if, uh, if this is – and this is, again, this is where Deshaun Watson has to be honest with the Browns, and the Browns have to be honest with themselves, Right. Like, if, if this really is a situation where he needs multiple weeks, and we're talking, let's say it is two to four more weeks on the, uh, on the side. And again, this is speculation. We're just having a conversation back and forth here. You yeah. asked the hypothet, right? Mm-hmm. Then, yes, I think they have to go get somebody. You owe it to this season. You cannot allow this to derail your season because right now, your weak link is one thing, and that is the quarterback situation. It's not Deshaun Watson, it's the situation that you're in. Deshaun is hurt. He's not available, and I, I just, you know, God bless P.J. Walker, but he's completed 50% of his passes, and he's got three interceptions and no touchdowns. So I don't know that that is a viable trend going forward. The good news is they're 4-2. and two. They got some wiggle room here. That's why you go out and play the, the games. No one thought, including myself, they'd beat the 49ers with Walker on the field. They did, right? So, um uh, but I, I do think if this is a longer-term thing, they got to go get a quarterback to uh, keep this thing afloat. When are you off to Seattle? Uh, Friday night. Friday night. At sun- so I'm going to get to watch the sunset like the entire flight because I leave at 6.30, which is right about uh, right after the sun officially sets here, right? Mm-hmm. And I am scheduled to land in Seattle at 8.30. So I lose. I, I. It's a five-hour flight, but I only lose two hours. <laughs> okay, that's kind of nice. Now, now but coming back the other way is awful. Uh, I was about to say. So I'm leaving Tuesday morning, like at nine, but I nine uh, thirty ish, and I don't get back into Cleveland until five thirty. Mm. So <laughs> that, is that is that a direct to Seattle though? That's nice. Yes, that is, that is no hop, skip, and a jump. Oh, that's I, great. I feel like there's no direct flights out of Cleveland. It's so true the big story. I, I bought I bought the last plane ticket on the way out, and I got the third to last plane ticket on the way back. That's nice. Uh, now, have you been to Seattle a lot? I know your sister I lives ne- there. I've never been there. Okay. Well, she just moved there, so yeah. I mean, oh, I, she I've just never moved been. there. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I've never been on the uh, extensive ninety-two-three the fan travel budget. I've never been west <laughs> of the Rockies. So the the uh, the the fish market, the Pike Place fish market. I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with their TikTok. Go on their TikTok ahead of time. Okay. It's a, it's a lot of fun. They, I don't she's, know. She's uh, Well, she's got the itinerary laid out for me for Saturday. Oh, okay. You're hitting all the all the spots I'd imagine. Uh, sa- Saturday and Monday are big days. We're gonna try and get Were a you- lot of things done in those two days original uh, starbucks i would imagine some of that type yeah, stuff but no yeah well she is a coffee shop connoisseur so she is yeah. in heaven out there she's she's got uh, coffee and donuts every morning at a different spot will you add to the bubblegum wall is the question because some people no will and i some can't people won't. Okay. i I've, ha- I've had too much dental work and um i've basically put my dentist kids through college <laughs> in the last 10 years okay 
um, because I drank a certain beverage by, I would say, the case when I was in my 20s. Oh, really? Okay. And early 30s, and I basically rotted my entire mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I can't I can't chew gum. I, okay, I can't. I, some people find it gross. I think it's an incredibly gross display. Uh, but it's like one of their famous things. It's just, it's yeah. just, it's, just, it's every, it's all, for those that don't know, it's just a wall filled with gum. And then people go and they add their own piece of gum to the right. wall that has gum wall to wall to begin with. And it's one of those things. I just find it so gross and I don't think I would contribute, but everybody seems well, to. Well, here's, here's the question for you. If I take a yeah. picture in front of the space needle, is that, uh, is that a faux pas? Is that like uh, too touristy? Only if you add uh, a Dr. Fraser crane line to it. And say okay. something like, I'm listening. And then and then that would be great. I, well, you know what? <laughs> you stole my bit. That's exactly what I was planning to do. And then do. perfect. Then you're nailing it. That's exactly that's all you need. Oh, you know, you I, I know what I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna find a sleepless in Seattle quote. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Mm, no? I'm more Fraser Crane than I'm sleepless Fraser in Seattle. Fraser Crane. Okay. Uh, well, just my personal taste. Okay. Or or maybe a uh, favorite lyric from a Nirvana song. I don't know. What's the lyric? What's the lyric? Well, I, the, I'm going to say this. The odds are is it's a lyric that I cannot say on the air. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you got a whole flight to figure it out. So uh, I do. <laughs> I wish you the, the best of luck and safe travels. And uh, good, hopefully uh, we get a Browns win. And we have a lot of things to talk about the following week. But hopefully you have a good time with your sister. And you're able to take in a good game at, uh, at the, the very least. Uh, thank you, Daryl. Appreciate you as always. Uh, enjoy the trip. We'll see what PJ Walker can do. That's all we can do. Daryl yes, Ryder. Yes, sir. Brought to you by Shop and Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. All right, where's your confidence with P.J. Walker? Are you happy that that's the move? Would you go DTR? Or should the Browns have someone else in place as of right now?